This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Magnificent Football Monday edition of You Better You Better rolls on. Nick and Ken here with you on the BetQL Network. Day one of the satellite radio era of the show. Sirius Channel 217, XM Channel 205. For the people checking us out right now on satellite radio, we very much appreciate it. Hope, hope you'll stick with us. We think we do the best sports betting show in the space. Um, I think our numbers kind of agree with that as well. The show's, show's been awesome. Show's doing well. Thank you for joining us, and uh, we hope that you will continue to stay with us here throughout the NFL season. Also, to people watching us on Stadium right now, shout out to you. We appreciate you. Watch Stadium.com, YouTube TV, Roku, Amazon, Fubo, Samsung TV+, Tubi, and more. It is pretty amazing that, as Tyler says, a lot. Our guy Tyler Morales has been with us since day one. We we used to do the show basically operated out of like a broom closet on Skype back in 2019. And now Stadium, Sirius XM, in addition to like the sprawling BetQL network and Twitch and YouTube, our partnerships there, pretty badass. So like a pretty cool day for Ken, myself, and for our entire crew here on You Better You Bet. Um, our pal, the whale capper, Drew Dinsick, will stop by in 20 minutes, giving us his bets for Monday Night Football with the Giants and the Seahawks, his early looks for Week 5 in the National Football League. We will get to Lochmas. Ken Barkley is going to tell you how to bet na- a national championship right now in college football with Week 5 in the books. Jake the Snake is standing by. We'll talk Major League Baseball with Jake Hassan, our excellent engineer and baseball better. Uh, what we think of the four series starting tomorrow in the Major League Baseball playoffs, t- including the... The Twins and the Blue Jays, which I know the guys have a really strong opinion on. We'll do that a little later in the show. And all our bets for the Giants and the Seahawks on Monday Night Football, power hour, final hour of the show. But for now, Ken, we continue our handicap of Week 5 in the National Football League with pen, pencil, blood, or blank. And we left off with a great conversation about the AFC playoffs. You making a case for maybe the AFC South getting a number of teams in, which I don't think a lot of people expected before the season. I kind of like the Colts in the game against Tennessee on Sunday. Would really like to get offensive linemen back, maybe Jonathan Taylor back. And I think, I, I think I'm going to bet Indy in that game against Tennessee. But for now, we can move on. Kind of yearning for the halcyon days of... Tom Brady and Drew Brees, Belichick and, and Sean Payton, the Patriots and the Saints. Instead, old Sean Payton, not not this not Sean this Payton. version. Old Sean Payton would be good. <laughs> well, I think there's a case to be made. Old and Sean Payton and new Sean Payton are exactly the same person, except one had Drew wow. Brees and now one has Russell Wilson in that defense. When, Just saying. Brees and Brady, by Just the saying. way. Brees and Brady, by the way, played like an. You know, this what was, so that would have been like what, like two regular season meetings ago, like a while ago, like an all time kind of regular season game, like a huge comeback by Brady at the end of the game and like the final the two minutes, like one of, one of his kind of all timers. Yeah, yes. The, and the uh, Scott Solak call, like like lunch meet. Yep. Like like what what right. an insane call. <laughs> and now here's Mac Jones and 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 Derek Allen. Here's those. Here's that. Here's that group. And to our new listeners and viewers who are like, oh, Derek Allen? Yeah, that's we we kind of combine the head coach and quarterback into one terrible quarterback coach being uh, Derek Carr and Dennis Allen become Derek Allen. Uh, the point spread, Ken, with the Patriots and the Saints at BetMGM, our show sponsor, the king of sportsbooks. New England, a one-and-a-half-point favorite. The total is 39-and-a-half. Injury stuff that we'll be monitoring here. 
Christian Gonzalez may miss, miss this game for the Patriots. Left the uh, the blowout loss on Sunday in Dallas. Uh, we'll wait for his status as the week moves on. And Matthew Judon, New England star pass rusher, might be out for the season uh, with a biceps injury. Uh, definitely going to be out for this game against the Saints. Probably out the rest of the year, but we'll wait like the full severity of the Judon injury. Going to be out a while. So Gonzalez is the big one that we're watching right now. And maybe that'll affect the way like the betting market moves in this game, Ken. Uh, I think you and I will be on the same side of this game. Your handicap, please. Pen, pencil, blood, or blank. New England against New Orleans. Yeah, I've had the same theory about the Patriots this entire season. And we did it a lot last year, actually, too. And uh, it's caused me to make two bets so far this year. Uh, to bet Miami against them in week two. And was ended up being on the right side of that game. And then to bet Dallas... Uh, once the number got under six, we did that on Sunday's version on Sunday show. But I kind of alluded to that early in the week. Like if the number drops enough, I'll play I'll play Dallas for sure. And the idea is that, like, I really don't like the Patriots in two really specific situations with Belichick as the coach. One is early in the season, uh, especially without Brady as the quarterback. But even with him, like versus their splits the rest of the time it's the worst month of the season for Belichick teams. It's just, it's something about like the way that they need to be a chameleon every year and like morph week to week to fit the opponent. Like it takes a while for the identity of the team to have, like to come together really to use like sort of like coach speaks type stuff, but it's, it's reflected in how they played. And so I don't like betting Belichick teams in the first month. And I really don't like betting them without Brady against really good teams. They just, they can't generate a lot of explosive plays because either their quarterback is bad or their offensive coordinator, just the offense is broken or both or all of it or whatever. And it really like prevents their ability to hang in games against teams that can actually score a lot of points and have a lot of talent. Like they don't really upset teams the last few years. It doesn't really happen unless it's the Bills and there's a 75 mile per hour win in the game. So the, uh, the Patriots have played three games already against teams that would fit that description. The opener against Philly, where they kind of, you know, depends on what number you got and the game was kind of close, but they lose that game at home. They play Miami, the game gets close at the end and obviously they come up short, they lose that game by seven and then they get absolutely dump trucked on the road in Dallas. There are situations where I do like to play on the Patriots. As we get to October and then November, the team usually starts playing much better versus how they played the first month. And then in games where they are not at a huge talent disadvantage and where they're playing a team that's not particularly well coached or a team that's especially not particularly well quarterbacked. And so the defense can kind of game plan away to flummox the opposition that can't be overcome with a ton of talent. I give you the New Orleans Saints this week as the team that absolutely fits that description. Now, as the calendar turns to October, the Patriots have played four games already this year, could actually see and like the Judon injury is brutal and makes them worse. If Gonzalez is hurt, they're worse. In this game specifically, I really, I actually think this is my favorite bet this week. Now, I haven't made it yet because all this injury stuff is so negative for the Patriots. Like, are we going to get a way better number? Like, it's never going to be Patriots minus three. Can the Saints be favored at some point this week? Because the Patriots can have pretty negative injury report. Uh, really, 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 really like the Patriots in this game. Home against Derek Carr, who's been one of the worst quarterbacks in football so far this year, and a dumb coaching staff seems like the perfect setup for the Patriots to actually get a win. Uh, organizational malpractice for the Saints to play Derek Carr in the game yesterday. Like, clearly not, hasn't been good when he's been healthy. Clearly is not healthy in the game yesterday. Like, I, I go, I, I've read a couple stat lines today because all of them, like, all of them need to be known by people how bad this was. Derek Carr, on 37 pass attempts in yesterday's loss to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, on 37 attempts through for 127 yards. It it actually seems impossible that that could... Bryce Young 
had a better like yards per attempt than Derek Carr did yesterday. By a lot. And I, and not, it's insane. And I know this, and maybe you do as well, dear listener and dear viewer. If you started Alvin Kamara yesterday in fantasy football, boy, I hope it was in a PPR league because Alvin Kamara had 13 catches yesterday against Tampa Bay for 33 yards. You might be asking yourself, how's that possible? Derek Allen. Derek Allen. Just a dumb coaching staff and a bad check-down prone quarterback and a smart defensive coach on the other side in Todd Bowles. Now here's Bill Belichick. Like, okay, you know what Belichick likes to do? Take away the other team's best player. Carr doesn't push the ball down the field to Olave, so who cares? Michael Thomas, who cares? You know what they're going to They're probably going to double Alvin Kamara coming out of the backfield, and then what's going to happen here? It's not even that I like the Patriots. I think the Patriots stink. Well, but like... As Ken said, in this particular spot, it has to be New England. Now, we, now, maybe we wait, and Gonzalez is out, and maybe the Saints go to one and a half, and then we can tease the Patriots, and we're just printing money. Thank you, sports books. I, I'll take it. Yeah. I also want to emphasize, because people are like, man, it sounds like Ken really, really likes the Patriots, like thinks the Patriots are going to blow out the Saints. No, I don't. Because the Patriots don't blow out anybody. That's not how they play. They, they literally played Zach Wilson, and the game plan was, if we just, like, breathe with our lungs and don't do anything else he'll be stupid enough we'll win and they won they won the game 15 10 didn't do anything well didn't do anything well uh the jets did a lot of things poorly and the patriots just showed up and didn't make mistakes and were well coached good on special teams and they won the game uh i'm like (laughs) i have such a narrow viewpoint of this game i'm like patriots by one to six Patriots by like like exact scores that are low totals. I like the under in this game a lot. Like I don't think anybody's scoring in the red zone against their opposition in this game. The Saints do it for what it's worth. They do have a very good defense. Saints are also one of the worst red zone teams I think I've ever seen. They're just awful. And like they're, so they're going to go to this game and score touchdowns? No. Field goal overs by both teams? Like, this is, like, a manipulated, like, distant cousin of Jets-Patriots. Like, that's what this is. And the Patriots can win this game like they won that game, but the scoreline's going to look like how it looked in that game. Like, this isn't, like, 31-0 or something. Patriots can't do that. They're, just, they're not going to win by that margin. But can it be 20-13, to 19-16, Yes, it can be all of those things. I may bet some exact scores because I'm so stupid in this game. Like, I just, that's what this is going to be. Like, of course, that's what this is going to be, especially with the Patriots shorthanded. So um, maybe they don't win, but like, I I, I think push comes to shove in the fourth quarter of this game. You're, you're really going to wish you were on the home team and not Derek Allen. You're, you're going to wish you had Belichick with Derek Carr and Dennis Allen on the other side. Agree completely. We can move past this game for now. And obviously, we'll give you market updates over the course of the week when injury stuff comes down on the Patriots side. You better you bet with Nick and Ken. Magnificent Football Monday. The Whale Capper Drew Dinsick coming up in 10 minutes. But for now, we continue our handicap of Week 5 in the NFL. And we'll go, Ken, to the AFC North, where I was texting with our executive producer, Alex Fasano, yesterday during the game. Alex noted Pittsburgh Steelers superfan. 
If I repeated some of the words that Alex Fasano wrote to me in text messages, we would lose our jobs. So I won't. But Alex, nonplussed with Matt Canada and the Steelers' effort yesterday, as I think we all were. Unless you bet on the Houston Texans, in which case, God bless you. Uh, we have news, Ken, coming down on Kenny Pickett. This is from Diana Rossini of The Athletic. This was tweeted literally moments ago in real time. Kenny Pickett did have an MRI on his knee. Rossini told no serious damage. No word on how much time Pickett is expected to miss. I think it is almost definite that he he will miss this game against the Ravens, and then hopefully they'll get him back at some point in the near future. Also, are we sure it's like even like that much of a downgrade at this point from Kenny Pickett to Mitch Trubisky if this is what the Steelers' offense is going to be? And as Alex writes in our chat, week six bye for the Steelers, so it makes all the sense in the world. Pickett not to play in this game, and then and then he and then he sits for a couple weeks and gets healthy to play the Rams coming up in week number seven. So Ken, the number of bet MGM, Baltimore. Coming off a big win against Dorian Thompson-Robinson. I, I almost wish we had seen this game play out with Deshaun Watson. I think we'd have gathered like a lot of information on both the teams, on the Ravens and the Browns. Instead, it's like a fake game. DTR looks like a fifth-round rookie. The Ravens, Lamar plays well in the game, but I don't know if that's like a true accounting of like the difference between the teams, obviously. The Ravens now a four-and-a-half-point road favorite at likely Mitch Trubisky and the Steelers. Total here is 39. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll go first. I feel like the number is way too big here. This is the quintessential, the classic Mike Tomlin back against the wall at home, gets the team ready to play spot. I'm not saying the Steelers are going to win the game. We'll also have to wait to see the Ravens injury report because they still got a lot of guys out. To me, at this number, like this has to be Steelers or nothing. Maybe you disagree. No, I don't even I don't even know what the case is for Baltimore, honestly. Um, I can be really like excited about how they've played so far and the fact that they've like gotten off to this like pretty good start and you know like that hey like lamar is playing really well like thursday we'll have to have an honest conversation about like is he still in the mix to win most valuable player as like as teams records start to take shape and as they will close as a favorite in this game um no i don't think this is the game where he accumulates a lot of crazy stats this rivalry's never been like that so uh, not that i bet him going into the week but just you know he has four touchdowns yesterday like they're three and one it's possible also like we're kind of learning about the Bengals, and and like that's that's their like big win so far because the other two are houston and dtr so like what <laughs> like what like what like this number this number has to be this because it's mitch trubisky and because one team has looked really bad and the other teams looked really good and the point spread like probably in this game what do you think it would have been with like Pickett doesn't take that hit but they still lose the game by this margin like what do you think the number would be 2.75 yeah like i had, i had ravens two and a half as my like Pickett number in the game so okay sure like, totally, totally get it. So like, we, we use, sometimes we say like a number is wrong. Like it's not even really that. Like we, I always understand why it is what it is. I just want to bet into it. So like, I get this. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? You watched the game yesterday. You think the Ravens should be somewhat a number? Also, this game's different than that game. Like this is a rivalry where the teams know each other insanely well. The total is incredibly low. And the coach for Pittsburgh tends to play much better in these situations than others. So like, and yeah, I get four and I get four and a half. Like, yeah, like Pittsburgh. My only thing is there's a couple fives on the board. So like, when's the right time to even come in on this? Like when they say for sure he's out and it's Trubisky, do you get more here? Like, that's kind of my point. But I, like, I think it's why, why not wait? I, 
Yeah, because like I think it's it's likely that the Ravens will get a better injury report this week than they've had also, and that would probably I mean, spur more movement on Baltimore also. So like, right. I, yeah, I don't so think that, I don't think it's ever point. six. I think it's ever right. six, right? But maybe we'll get five, five and a half with the Steelers. But it's Steelers or nothing. I, I think we both agree. Yeah. All right. Coming up, we'll get back to week five coming up later this hour. But coming up next, a conversation with Drew Densick, the whale capper.